Welcome to Critical Knowledge. This is the 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening. We've taken kind of a long hiatus due to real life kicking our butts systematically one of us at a time. Okay, three of us at a time, randomly, somewhat consistently for some of us. But tonight I'm joined by April, Matt, Millie, Ellie, and um... What happened in the yesteryears of old, the last time we got together and played a game? Okay, okay, okay. So, 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 we had another show. And then as we were leaving and we did an investigation where we found that weird, like, goop dragon thing in the sewers and we stopped it and it turned into a normal dragon thingy. And then we brought it up to the prison and I intimidated a guard and it was awesome. And then we were trying to... And then also Dad tried to... Um, break the law and make a forge, but then I did a bunch of bureaucratic work and I managed to shame him from across town to get him to do something to stop being such a butt, and then we started to go on an adventure to find all of the different uh, followers of his religion as well so we could go through the bureaucratic red tape, and I bought a lawyer, and then we, and then, and then we stopped and we ran into, um, uh, Probably the person who's been saying the undead stuff for us, at least in this town. And he's he said I did really good at acting and I was really proud of myself. But then he's like, but I gotta kill you because Deborah, the, the banshee, didn't like you. And I'm like, no. And then, and then, and then I... But then I was like, but then right as we're about to fight and I'm sitting there being like, no, please reconsider. You actually appreciate my work. Um... Because I was going to make Alien the musical with the song, put that thing back where that came from, or so help me. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then, um, then we started to fight, but then at that same time, someone else joined in the fight, and we're like, okay, uh, you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend, let's team up, bros. And then we went to fight them, and then, um, that's where we ended is after that fight, and we're like, do we really have to fight you? Because, like, we want to be bros. I know that, like, 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 the liches said they're gonna kill you, but, like, can we be bros? Um, and I think that's where we ended. Uh, that is, uh, mostly correct, which is the second best kind of correct. The first, of course, being technically correct. Uh, a few caveats. The Banshee's name is not Deborah, and she had nothing to do with this. It had something to do with that situation, which is why my brain has her in uh, my head. Be because you keep bringing her up. <laughs> that's oh, yes. <laughs> Deborah... Now you got me calling her that. That's not her name. Anyway, that banshee hasn't been on the scene for any of this in quite some time. <laughs> However, something that... A, a small little detail, almost inconsequential, unless you're in a coastal area. Uh, earlier, you did notice the moon go away. Yeah. And then come back. And you might have been sure that was fine. But when this was pointed out to Endurian, who may very well have been the reason why you had to fight undead every week. He was just like, well, I'm out. You're pretty much all dead. See you later. And he literally turns and starts walking away from you. I want to be his friend. Well, your friend is walking away from you. When you walk away. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not going to sing Kingdom Hearts here. So anyways, 
Um. I wouldn't recognize it if you did. All I know about that is the, the best animation I've seen for it, which is probably not canon, unfortunately, is Mickey Mouse fighting Yoda with lightsabers and keyblades. Ah, but, um, I mean, I try to, like, be like, yo, whoa, 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 but, you know, um, we're also tired. The moon also did disappear. Again, not a problem unless you're in a coastal area. Oh, wait. I did grow up on an island. City. And I'm pretty sure I learned how to track using the moon living in the forest on an island. So I'm probably like, uh. I don't remember if we were in a coastal area. De Perfecta does have a port. A port. I mean. That does mean water. It's pretty much, it's pretty much all coastal areas. <laughs> pretty coastal. I mean, the main continent of Circulus is a giant crescent shape. It is yeah. maximized coastline. I'm going to climb a tree. Okay, I'm not even going to require a roll for that. You are a seven-foot-tall uh, tabaxi, therefore cat person, therefore half of the trees in this particular area, you it's more like you know, a regular human being going over and sitting on a countertop, the level of skill required. But yes, you are now in a tree. Congratulations. Thank you. Are we still level nine? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to call out to the dude that's walking away. Like, you're... You're just going to leave? That's it? Well, I could stay and try to kill you some more, if if, if that's what you want, but, uh... I'd rather not kill you. I, I thought we bonded. We killed those other things. Bonded is, uh, kind of a... not a good word to use around me. Where I am, can I leap onto him and hug him and call him uncle? I will definitely allow the acrobatics check. 24. <laughs> <laughs> and Durian yeah. is now... Like, the, the arms ex instinctually come up to, to cradle you while you're wrapped around his upper torso. Yes! Uncle! What's his name? Endurian. Uncle Andy! <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> no choice in the matter. Uncle Andy, why are you going to leave us? You've been adopted. I, I would like to refuse. Good luck. They all say... I'm Andy. somewhat concerned. Well, Andy, what, what, <coughs> tell us what the moon means. I can tell. I can tell you know what that's bad. I mean, I know it's bad, but like, tell us. All right. So, you know, the lich that you fought a while back that was just sort of hovering in one spot and not really hurting you much while you... Hold out my book. While you sliced her into tiny little pieces. This one? Palela Void bonded. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. Oh, that's why I kept thinking about Paella while I was doing the recap. Um. What? <laughs> that was player me. Um, I kept thinking about, <laughs> I kept thinking about Paella while I was doing the Does, Is the anyone recap? opposed to Hero just being that one D&D &D character that knows there's a fourth wall? And <laughs> no one else knows there is one. But never mind. Never mind. Anyway, back into character. Um, but yeah, I'm showing the ABC book now to Uncle Andy. I, oh, I'm sure. So you are cradled in this undead creature's arms, wrapped around his upper torso. I'm assuming the tail is doing the thing where it, it wraps around one arm a couple of times because long tail. Holding a children, the worst children's book, <laughs> up into his face and asking him questions. And he is trying uh -huh. very hard to pretend there is 
anything normal about this. I'm going to roll to see if he is actually able to. Um, not, not bad. Not, not bad. That's a 13 on a performance check. Okay. So some of you were able to figure out that, that, that he looks like he's about to crack, but eh, okay. You can do this. Well, I didn't mean to press that one. I meant to do this one. A nature check? No, I, I said that was an accident. Oh, well, the nature check got... showed up after you said I didn't mean to do that. I meant to do this one. Uh, with a perception check of eight, you're thinking this is perfectly fine, and he has accepted his role in your new family. It's just amazing because I have a plus six to perception. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game so much, and that is the free spot on the bingo card. I am just so excited about the fact that he hasn't dropped me yet and that I'm going with it. He understands that you have feline agility and he's plotting how to best disengage and get out of your reach. And so tell us about Paella. 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 And Dorian just looks between um, <laughs> various people in this group, all of you, even the ones who are just sitting there or standing there not talking. And then, while he is a being who does not need to breathe, takes a slow intake of breath and then sighs heavily. That was a fluke. For want of better terminology, she was stuck to the ceiling. I hate you when I get stuck to the ceiling. You probably don't know what no-clip means, but that is what occurred. Anyway, due to reasons beyond her control... She could not manifest here completely with her full power to, I believe the term she used was atomize you. Oh, that so sounds he, horrible. There was a long conversation, mostly one-sided about the process it would use. It did involve several boxes of various sizes, significant postage, and a hammer. Everyone knows what atomizing is. Because <laughs> you rolled a 20, of course. Medicine, I felt, was the most sciency. <laughs> I, I needed this game this week. Well, the reason why she couldn't manifest here 100% was a lot of the effort needed to do so was being used up by her brother, trying to prevent the end of this particular world. Is Good a brother? Are, the brother? Brother's name is Glamulero. Yeah, is that? We... Oh yeah, we knew that. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Well, if the moon is moving, like going away and coming back, that's good news or bad news. Either the world is about to end, or it's saved. Well, I hope it's the the latter, not the former. I could go either way. Anyway. That means Lucille, get out of my room. Sorry. Anyway, what you need to do is fear the being known as Lucille. It is a being of utter chaos, more than this tabaxi that will not let go of me. Do you have to use I love your hugs. claws? I love my what? Sorry, what was the question? Do you have to use your claws? You are needing several parts it, of me. Don't you know that means that I'm happy? It does not mean that I am happy. You don't get a choice anymore, man. Sorry. All I have to say is, better you than me. I haven't had free will in the past eon, but still, this is annoying. <laughs> well, Bottom line they is do, Glam and I'm still here. 
Bottom line is Glomulera doesn't need to use up all the bandwidth anymore, which means Palela is going to be coming for you. And my role as an intermediary is over. Aha. I understood some of the words in there. So, like, in the meantime, you're just, like, you were supposed to take care of us, but you didn't? And now she's coming to handle things herself. I'd rather not be in the blast radius. Oh, and the moon was, like, the sun. Are you going to come to our plays afterwards? Yeah, because, like, I'm almost done with the next one, and I'm really proud of it. You said you enjoyed them. You you just... um, Endurian tries to facepalm, but there's a tabaxi in the way. Would would you mind? I need to adjust something. Okay. Endurian facepalms. I just pointed out that a powerful undead sorceress is going to kill you all, and you're asking if I'm going to see your plays afterwards. Yeah, we've killed other sorceresses already. I just, I like doing plays. That's my passion. Yeah, we dealt with that one with a bunch of hands. Oh, yeah, that one was fun. You know what? There's a green circle. (laughs) Those are scary. (laughs) Wait, you encountered a green circle? Yeah. Was it? I got stuck inside one for a bit. It was weird. Was it surrounded by a complex filled with machinery of unknown origins, too complex to fully understand? Yeah, and then I stuck an AOLCD to my head and I could read it all. You you survived the green circle. Yeah, and now I can read weird math languages. Did you just leave it immediately when you encountered it? Is that how you survived? Um, well, that was my plan. Until you went in it. You, that was my went, single attempt, and then I was going to move on, Ellie. You went in the... You know what? Sure, I'd love to see your plays afterwards. Chances are, if you survived that, you're either far below Palela's able to ability to comprehend you, and thus out of her radar, or far too powerful for her to atomize. Either way, sure. I'll I'll catch tonight's well tomorrow night's show if you're there. Yay! Emerson is kind of like raising one hand with the finger up, like, but uh, <laughs> are aren't we supposed to be doing the the whole mission thing? A- and um, hold on a second. And Jaren just like kind of pulls the arm back down, like, shh. It's called multitasking. <laughs> anyway, remember what I said about blast radius. I'm out. We'll see you Bye, again someday. Possibly. I'm going to make a reserve sign. Or maybe your atoms. I would like to pull out a piece of paper and draw reserved for Uncle Andy with a smiley face. And a skull. Because he's undead. (laughs) Excellent sign. (laughs) And then I put it back in my pocket for later. (laughs) Oh. I love that this game, this particular campaign, is more chaotic than any campaign I've done that is an all-cobalt campaign. And that is saying something. I gave the most recent cobalt campaign a frickin' Megazord. And they used it responsibly. Define responsibly. No. I had one, I would name it Bob, and I would ride it to town. And I would use it to hold streamers while I did interpretive dance in the middle of town. This is true of anything Hero owns. Yes. Anyway, you're now alone in the middle of a road surrounded by fields with a few trees growing up between the stone rows. Where were we headed? You were headed 
towards anywhere there might be followers of Tyr. Ah, okay. Is the uh, tiny hut still up? I think at this point, I think during combat, during combat it was exited, so it went pop. Yeah, and oh, also okay. during that communication, wouldn't it have, like, we all had to be inside of it or else? <laughs> I'm just imagining having that whole conversation and being held inside the tiny hut. It wouldn't have worked because Endurian wasn't on the list when it was cast to be let in. That's what I mean. And he wouldn't have been able to hear you from inside the hut. We'd need, like, tin cans on a string to communicate through the wall. Also, you went and climbed a tree. I know I did. I was just joking and saying, like, if it was in there, that would mean X. Fair and valid. Also, technically, you successfully intimidated an undead monstrosity of unknown. So add that to my list. Of age. Oh, man. So I'm scared. City councils, policemen, and undead monsters. It, and make banshees. Make a list of people you haven't scared yet. It's a smaller group. You'll save paper. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Paige would be on that list. Paige might come to see the show. Who knows? I I I fear the day that Paige and Hero meet. Yes, because you have to play both characters. Oh, that'll be fun. Paige and Hero are just gonna harmonize on murder. Anti Paige, anti Paige, murder. Yeah, it'll basically just be like Hero being the 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 thought, like like the impulse, and then. Page being the slightly two seconds of thought insanity. <laughs> and then Clarence makes an appearance because Clarence. Yes. Yes. And 39 so of Clarence's closest friends. Is it still the middle of the night? It, it's early dawn. Like the sun isn't really up yet, but it's light enough that you're all able to see. Okay. Shall we begin our travels and see what happens the rest of the day? Yeah, that seems like a good idea. Can't wait to see Auntie Andy again. Uncle Andy. Gosh, you said Auntie Paige so many times. I, I said uh, it twice. It was enough. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Someone roll me a d6. Oh, I see a four. Fantastic. Let me check. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, it is about mid-morning when you get to what appears to be a small farming village along the long road. They do seem to have a section near the center of the village that is set up to be kind of like a farmer's market. There's a few booths that have for rent signs for traveling merchants that want a spot where they can sell their wares when they're passing through. Um, none of them seem to be in use right now. The, the town is just starting to kind of sort of get to the point where people are leaving their homes to do things that aren't just like making breakfast or feeding animals. So none of the stalls are currently set up for you to purchase anything. However, it looks like if you stick around for a while, that might happen, or you can continue on through. Best. Was that? What? Food. Well, it is lunchtime. And it's about mid-morning. It's it's more like a brunch. It's it's second breakfast time. Yeah, let's go to Levensies. No, Levensies well, are later. There's not much going on here, and if Palela decides to make her move now, there'll be less collateral damage. He says True. in the middle this of a village. <laughs> Everyone here fair. is totally expendable, says the paladin. <laughs> to be fair, it is one of our less dangerous places for us to decide to fight. I mean, before you were, you were in a a, um, a theater filled with orphans, then in the middle of a major metropolis. 
So yes, we we have taken a step up. Yes, the queen well, countryside is sad, but what can we do? <laughs> well, the the huts are mostly mostly uh, unused. <laughs> Maybe not well, now. After the conflict, the one villager who survived will be the big bad of the next campaign. Of course, that's how it goes. They seek revenge. <laughs> it will be an angry toddler named Rhea. <laughs> um gosh i mean the thing is that so this paella might show up sometime in the next 24 hours before our next show that's great and all but i want food well they're not selling any we have some if we wait we can get food and we can also i don't know ask questions about your fellow followers of anvils I don't think it's RPing um, Jaren too far away from his character to say that he's muttering about justice pretty much constantly under his breath, <laughs> or perhaps not always under his breath. Uh, some of the villagers are starting to stare. Um, I mean, that's normal. Um, I'm a seven foot tall cat child. What do you think? I'm not used to that. I, they're, they're starting to stare more at Jaren than you. Um... So, I mean, we can ask if there's any followers of anvils around here and then um, grab some, some produce on the way out of town. Hey, it's worth a shot. Why am I making the productive plans? <laughs> I want to draw glitter drawings. Well, you can't do that without food. The, the glitter drawing stand is currently closed for the season. Can I pick some flowers to make, like, paints with or something? I don't know. That sounds arty. Uh, well, there are some townhouses that do have flower beds. I'm going to steal the crap out of those flowers. Give me a sleight of hand check. Can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 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 Give me a charisma check. Check or save? Check. 14. You are very politely if somewhat sternly requested to stop picking the flowers. I, using my middling charisma, kick my feet and be like, okay, I'll make, I'll use these to make flowers for my auntie. While Hero is being chastised, may I pick some flowers? (laughs) Give me a sleight of hand check with advantage because it's a distraction. I love the fact that you use me to do things. <laughs> okay, so the 18 allows you to pick some flowers. Congratulations. I love this. As we're walking away, here you go. <gasps> do not. Auntie, yay! So this, this not-so-kindly old grandmother who saw you picking her award-winning flowers was like, Dearie, please don't do that. And gives you a stern talking to, and you kind of sulk and kick your feet and, and, and walk away. And Right, so, back to watering my... Where'd they go? It, it's just a... Now the flower bed is just a bunch of green stems and nothing else. Whoopsies. One hastily scrawled IOU sign. I'm actually going to use those flowers to create a flower crown for Uncle Andy. I'm, I'm going to have to process that later. But right now is not going to be the time. He's going to love it. All right. And while you're doing this, there's at least one stall that has started to open up. There is the smell of some type of fried batter and 
Some kind of sausage. You're pretty sure someone is frying some kind of sausage and onions. Um, I want to go get some of that fried batter. It's all the same stand. There's a sign that that says pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. I would like to get some. There's also an adorable painting, somewhat faded and chipped, of an actual pig wrapped in a quilt. Be careful that they're not serving giant food. Well, there'll be halflings in blankets. Um, The pig has an expression on its face that one who knows how sausage is made would be pretty certain is not the actual expression the pig had when it was turned into said product. (laughs) All right, so as you go up to the stand, there is um, not someone old enough to be Amelia, soon to be a grandmother, but somebody who looks like there's a bit of gray in their hair, who is frying things up and, oh, oh, you are, uh, you have a, a lot of hair. Thanks, I grew it myself. They are currently waving their hand in front of them to try to blow the stray cat hairs away from the frying batter. This, of course, as anyone who owns a cat knows, attracts it, is 100% Ineffectual. Hey, Xanthus. Yes? Are we just passing through, or do we intend to stay here for a while? Uh, I intended to simply pass through after lunch. Food and go. Okay. I mean, if, unless we do find some followers of Tyr here. Just wondering if I should find an inn. Not yet. Inn? Oh, we don't have an inn. Oh, well, there you go. That makes it easier. If he had an inn, it had flowers all around it, but no, no flowers anymore. This is all coming from the same grandmother who has discovered that all of her flowers are gone. She's ranting to anyone who will hear and a few people who are actively trying to walk away from her. Not since the incident. Exactly. <laughs> the incident? The, yes. The, there are occasional outbursts complaining about the youths and parenting. I'm the youth. This is my parrot, and I point at father. The old Dad. woman, the old woman, hears you say this out loud, and turns and looks at you, looks up at you, then looks over at Xanthus. Has to look down a bit from looking at Hero to look at Xanthus, who is still this taller is than her. Uh, then looks over. Then look. How how does that work? Ah, a demon! A demon! She starts trying to hit you with her shawl. I will politely back away. She advances. She has you on the run. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you you didn't you're, say you're running you're away. Moving. I'm saying she seems to think she has you on the run. Out! Yes. Out! Out! Call the clerics! Call the clerics! Oh, please. Unfortunately, you, you moving away... <laughs> unfortunately, you moving away has provoked an attack of opportunity. Yes. Yes, apparently. <laughs> Fortunately, shawl damage is um, minus one. <laughs> <laughs> over the base attack, uh, which means it does zero, rounded up. Can't believe. I'm... <sighs> if anything, the shawl is taking damage from the attack. Yes. <laughs> I would like her to stop. You rolled a seventeen to intimidate the grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe that I'm adding it to my intimidation list. Yes. All right. Well, let me roll to to contest this. <laughs> That's a seven. <laughs> That is my father you are talking to. She runs away screaming about demons and wild beasts invading the town. Anyways, some of this uh, pigs in a blanket. You ready to go? 
Yeah. <laughs> they have, in fact, finished cooking the pigs in a blanket and are offering them at a discount because of the sheer amount of cat fur that has been collected on this particular batch. They also sigh heavily and go, there goes our town healer. She's the only cleric for 20 miles. Whatever. Take my food and go. She'll be back. It, they were mean to my family. I don't everything. care. I'll wait until the hero goes and then cast Prestidigitation a couple of times to get rid of the cat hair on the stall. Well, most of the cat hair on the stall. I'll leave a couple extra gold pieces for the inconvenience. Even Why, Prestidigitation. Even Prestidigitation can't deal with cat hair. Well, it's it's not that prestidigitation can't deal with cat hair, but there's still a cat in the vicinity, so it. Like, Auntie Nix, like, why are you being nice to them? They were just mean to us. Not to the lady trying to. Oh, oh yeah, the to the stall owner, the not to the... the. Yeah, the pigs in the blanket lady. The, there gotcha. was one person who was mean to you, and you stole from her. <laughs> no, Hero didn't steal from her. That's a collective you. <laughs> And regardless, that doesn't excuse racism. Also, um, you handed the flowers over to Hero, correct? Yes. Hero, did you do anything to hide the fact that you were holding said flowers? And making the flower crown on the road, so I think they're still in my pocket. Okay. So if they're in your pocket, then they're not noticeably visible right now. Okay. Yeah. You can go with that. All right. Other, anyway, other I, I was assuming that cat hair and glitter were roughly the same in terms of no matter how much you clean... Um, to a point, but glitter seems to self-replicate. Cat hair comes from a source. However, in this case, the source is nearby. So trying to clean up cat hair is like holding back the tide with a sieve. You know, I thought that. Also, I I thought that the old lady was working at the pigs in a blanket stand, which is why I was so angry. No, she was still in the vicinity. You you haven't strayed far from the town center. I, I've been in this house for almost two and a half years now. There was a cat in here for exactly the, the first 24 hours that I was here. And I am still finding cat hair. No, that's very true. Um, last time I was at my parents' house, I found cat pet hair that was only the color of pets that I had passed years before. Anyway. Anyway, congratulations. You've had brunch. Hey. You do not need to roll for brunch. We solved the brunch puzzle. <laughs> maybe maybe Jaren should ask around for followers of uh, Tear. As long as it doesn't good. take a perception check. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what? Maybe I could roll for something. Give me a. See if we can get some lackeys or something. Um. Jaren has successfully made sure that no one wants to approach him because, um, ranting about justice and looking fierce doesn't tend to um, attract pretty much any of the locals. There's a few children who kind of want to approach on a dare, but they're being held back by parents. uh, My guess is that as he found followers of Tyr, his mutterings of justice may have attracted them. Yes, and also it's it's one of the things that's helping everyone else keep a healthy distance from you. Yes. So I'm saying I'm going to venture forth the opinion that there are no followers of Tyr in this town. We should move along. Also, the only cleric actively attacked you. Yes. So, and she did not. She, she thought I was a demon and did not uh, investigate any further. So, yeah, I think we should probably move on. <laughs> I 
just wanted some food. I'm good to go. Yeah, then we let us move on. All right. So we've been recording for a bit over 40 minutes. What do you say we take a short break? And when we return, we'll have Act 2. Mm-hmm. Act 2 of 37. Fine. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pause this. Um, so that was a sound. And I'm pretty sure I didn't get it in the recording, but there was a sound. That was me. This is my surprised face. Uh, so I take it that now that you've had brunch, you're leaving the town and heading off looking for actual followers of Tyr and to not be assaulted by grandmothers with shawls. Yes. Yes. And, and now that we are out of town, I would like to start making a flower crown that is currently now for our uh, Uncle Andy. But also, I'm not going to lie, if someone who needs family shows up, it's going to them. Okay. As you are making the crown, you start to have um, some difficulty because the flowers are starting to fall apart. Why? Uh, well, first the petals are falling off, but also the... Uh, give me a nature check. 18. Okay. Well, with an 18, uh, usually when you see flowers like this, they were picked several days ago and not put in water. I would like to turn to Andy and ask what is going on? And hold up the f- unnaturally decayed flowers. Mom? Oh, sorry. Is, is that my fault? N- no, no, m- Mom, like magic. Ma- magic? Magic. I, I don't understand what's going on here. Um, so these flowers, m- Mom, Mom and everyone else, uh, these flowers that you picked uh, like an hour ago look like they're five days old. That's not um, what is called normal. Um, I would like somebody to look at magic. Ah, uh, gotcha. May I make an arcana check? You may make an arcana check. How's a 28 do you? Uh, well, that reveals some very interesting information uh, by a specific definition of interesting. As someone who has occasionally dabbled in, uh, let's say, the kind of magical energies that might, in fact, allow a being to... Uh, make use of a mortal coil after it's been shucked off by its original owner. Um, you are quite familiar with the kind of magical energies that seem to be uh, permeating the vicinity. As you look around, you start to notice that the fields that are nearby also appear to be wilting, as if there was a crop, but it got affected by a blight, or maybe a drought. Green paella's here, isn't she? And actually, that tree looks like it's dry rotted. And, Green uh, paella's you, here. You might want to. You may not want to look at the town. Uh oh, I have a bad feeling about this. The town actually looks like it's in shadow. What do my eyes see? Um. Well, you don't see anyone standing around town. Well, do I see buildings standing? Um. There mostly standing. They look a bit more dilapidated than they did when you were getting your breakfast, brunch, whatever. Did we um, step through the fay again? <laughs> oh, wait, good news. There is one person standing. Granny. Mm, well, Granny wasn't wearing armor, unless you count the shawl. <laughs> but let's not count the shawl. Uncle Andy? Or is it Granny Paella? Um, no. It appears to be someone wearing armor. With Uh-oh. with large shoulder pads. Very 80s. What's oh, going on? Oh, it's an orc. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Only you know, World I did Warcraft roll... players know this pain. <laughs> I, I did I did roll a 25 perception check, so I just really would like to know what's going on. There seems to be a giant armored skeleton with two skulls strapped to its shoulders coming towards you in a menacing manner. As it's approaching, it raises one clawed hand up into the air in a dramatic pose. Hero might be proud. You're allowed to say you are or not at, at, at the theatricalness of it. As several villagers who were laying down uh, get back up again and then follow this creature towards you. I get an idea for another musical. Oh, hey, I can do that too. Shall we roll for initiative? Rolling for initiative. I would like to say hi first. Well, saying hi is a free action. Okay. Crash, what did you say? I said saying hi is a free action. Before that. Initiative is a good idea. Initiative, yes. And I am populating the field. Oh, yeah, do we have that link? I will reshare it. Oh, there it is. Owlbear. I forgot I put my name in as Kill Mill. Of course you did. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Emerson got a two. You don't need to worry about him stealing the show. What uh, what class is Emerson? Paladin. Oh, good. I would like to give the flower crown to the Skull Lord. I rolled a nat one for Jaren. <laughs> Jaren is too busy thinking about justice to think about moving. Think about fighting the undead that just killed a village. Too busy planning his his uh his dramatic justice filled assault than to actually enact it. I'll have to run that by Eric, but if he's okay with that, it'll be canon. I mean, I think it's the most canon idea. All right. Well, I see people positioning themselves on the battlefield, and when you're ready to begin, Hero goes first. Hey, what's your name? Sorry, I put Jaren there as a joke. It's fine. I think Jaren is gonna fight. All you hear from it are three hisses. Fine. His, his, his. They don't harmonize well. If anything, it sounds um, like they're competing. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, so I sigh, first of all. I'd like to say that that is a complete... Oh, we haven't rested since our last battle, did we? We have not. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I'm sure it's fine. I sigh. And I would like to cast Hail of Thorns, third level. Is that single target or does it affect an area? Area. How large an area? Five feet. Okay, so pretty much single target then. Oh, uh, they're all away from each other? Uh, they are positioned as you see them, but each hexagon is five feet. It's messed up. Do that then. <laughs> what if I... No, I still want to do that. I'm looking. I still want to do that. <sighs> so, yeah, um... Make a deck saving throw on um, Skull Lord. Star Lord's edgier half brother. Yes, the hot topic, um, Star Lord. Uh, that's an 18. Okay, so he will take half of whatever I roll for that piercing damage. Cool. Which will. It's immune to piercing damage from Tabaxi. Well, that's a lie. They took um... a feat in not being scratching posts. Well, good thing that this is uh, not going to be my claws. It's going to be thorns and arrows. Actually, laser pointers. <laughs> thorns and laser pointers. The, the classic combination. Yes. So it's going to take half of whatever this is, which is 19. So that's a Nine, because always round down. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then 
That was a free action, so then I would like to use my wrist paint, wrist pointed laser free pointer of doom. Or bonus action. Bonus action. Sorry. Okay. Um, and so it's let's a bit see. Too my first attack. If you can cast that as a free action. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I cast. Hit? I cast again. I cast again. It misses. I cast again. I shot and I missed. <laughs> is it, I is shot 15 and hit? I missed. A fifteen will not hit. It's wearing plate armor. Okay, so then I'm going to do it again. Uh, how about a 21? A 21 will hit. Okay. I had a okay. popsicle, and then I shot, and I missed. Okay, Ellie, so then we have... I can always count on you to catch the joke. Yeah, so nine... I got the joke. I'm just trying to remember my numbers. Nine well, yeah, plus... Yeah, so you're not letting me distract you. Um, Plus that, and then... Oh, gosh, move, you stupid information. Plus an extra D8 of damage because of my ability. Which one to use the D8? An extra... Is that a D8 I just rolled? Uh, yes. I don't know. Yes, it is. Okay. It's hard to tell because it didn't pop up what it was to me. Um, and then an extra six points of damage. So the nine right. plus six plus nine. <clears throat> okay. You have done over 20 points of damage. Cool. Anything else? Um, I will back up like five feet this way. <laughs> All right. I am the ranger, not the paladin. You could take a level in Paladin if you wanted to. Join the or club. I could Everyone not. else is. Or I could not. <laughs> or you could not. Sure. Fine. If I'm going to take a point in anything, it's going to be barred. All right. So at the end of your turn, we're going to see a cantrip cast. Range spell attack. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess a 12 doesn't hit hero. Uh, no. Okay. Um, a spectral hand appears near you, and you use your feline reflexes to basically duck under as it takes a swipe at you and then dissipates. I almost want to give it a high five, but I stop myself. Probably for the best. Um, Nyx, it is now your turn. Is there anything you would like to do? April? Yes. Ah. I'm going to move over here. Uh, you would look at an attack of opportunity from Jaren. He does 12 points of justice damage to you. <laughs> This is not true. That's what happens when he gets too focused. It's true. It's true. Um, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at second level at the the big guy in front. Sounds like a plan. 11. That's a miss. 18. That's a hit. And 18. That's a hit. 6 and 11. All right. 17 total points of damage. I gotta stop holding down my push to talk button while I type in a one because that was the control key. And I went to my first tab and thought I'd lost everything. <sighs> All right. Damage done. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. At the end of your turn, we're gonna get another cantrip cast. Does a 19 hit you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is. He, he hits you with a firebolt. I mean, I'm assuming gender. I probably shouldn't. It hits you with a firebolt. There's nothing that reveals gender on, on it. Um, and it's casting as a 13th level caster, so that's going to be 3d10 points of fire damage. Um, well, those are some rolls. That's 11. Um, I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. Has it been eight hours since our last battle? It has not been. Okay. So I still have my mage armor. Hey. Because your last battle was at the start of the morning, and it's only mid-morning now, so that would not have been eight hours. All right. Okay, so does that mean the mage armor took you up over the necessary AC, or no, probably no. not? That was a nineteen. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, with my mage armor, I have 15. Without, I have 13. Okay. So it's still then 11 points of damage because I rolled quite low on, on those die. All right. Um, Arepa. Uh, Arepa raises her hand and summons a star spawn. I don't know why Hero really wants to give a high five today. Is that her star spawn? Um, I went to add an icon at the same time that Ellie was adding an icon. So we're just going to go with the eyeball being the star spawn. I still like the little adorable dragon figure that I have. Yes. It's a very good dragon. (laughs) Hero cannot have this dragon as a pet. But you didn't say anything about Paige. (laughs) Paige can make the attempt. It will fail. But Paige may make the attempt. (laughs) Anything else? Um, no, I think I'm right where I want to be. The star spawn has thoughts about where it wants to be and surrounded by undead um, is not its first choice. True. It's just that they don't have a very good flavor. They don't taste nice. But it does get to act immediately after. Uh, It shares my initiative count, but takes its turn immediately after mine. Okay. And my verbal command is hit him. So, hang on. Uh, and I have placed this star spawn very deliberately. The Skull Lord and those two zombies have to make a wisdom save at 16. Oh, zombies are very wise. Yes, they are. Now, specifically a wisdom save? Yes. Would you accept history? No. Perception? I'm afraid not. No, I need the wisest of your skellies. Okay, give me a second here, because there's an effect that's coming into play. Oh, any undead ally of the Skull Lord within 30 feet gets to make saving throws with advantage. Well, that's going to help this zombie very much. Gosh, yes. you. <laughs> I'll take the higher of the two sixes for zombie A. Um, that's a 17 for zombie B. Oh, just beat it. And the Skull Lord was the third entity that was within it? Two zombies in the Skull Lord? Yes. Skull Lord it's anyone within five feet. Distance. Okay. So zombie A takes six points of psychic damage. Just for being near the star spawn. If it had a brain, it wouldn't like that. I mean, it would like having the brain, but it, it wouldn't like the thing you did. I, I should specify. And then this is going to look like chromatic orbs, but it's actually melee spell. It's actually melee spell attacks. Because they have the right bonus for what you intend to do. What are you throwing at? Uh, the Skull Lord. Okay. Uh, the 11 won't hit. I'm fairly sure the 24 will. Yes, it will. What is your element of choice? And that's... Oh, it's psychic damage. But so few things are immune to psychic damage. Uh, 3 plus... 3 plus 4 is 10. Psychic damage to the Spell Lord. To, to the Skull Lord. All right. It's and head that is sort the... of spin... And now you're pretty sure a different one is in charge. That's the the star spawn psychic slam attack. Okay. And now I'm done. Okay. At the end of your turn, well, at the end of the star spawn's turn, rather, uh, we're going to get another cantrip. I remind the Skull Lord that Emerson is between me and it. <laughs> yes, but um, you're a gnome and Emerson is an orc, so therefore it's able to see around Emerson quite well to... Wait, no. No, that that doesn't work. Um, but the Skull Lord is going to try Shocking Grasp on the Star Spawn. Okay. 
Don't worry, guys. It's using up all of its cantrip spell slots. <laughs> That's a nat 20. Well, that'll miss. No. No, of course it won't. So that's 68 points of damage. Good heavens. Well, it's a crit. That That's a bunch of ones and twos in there, but it still adds up to 25 points of lightning damage. Okay. All right. Uh, that is the end of the star spawn's turn. It is now Xanthus' turn. Oh, yay. Okay. I will draw my undead cleaving sword. And let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... Puts me next to Skull Lord. And we will attempt to impale Skull Lord with my undead cleaving sword. But if you're cleaving it, you wouldn't be in... <coughs> Never mind. So the uh, question is, is there a hyphen in there? Perhaps. That's a discussion for <laughs> it another time. turns out the sword is undead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would like sword. to... I would like to have a discussion, a, a round circle conversation about the uses of hyphens versus ellipses. The circle that you will be around is green. Uh, the first attack is a 23 to hit. You narrowly... Mi- nah, nah, you- yeah. <laughs> if we have a green circle conversation, it might keep Aunt, uh, Granny Paella away, because apparently Uncle Andy was afraid of green circles too. And damage on this is... I get to add a d10. Did it have the D10? Oh, it did, I think. Uh, so seven and five, The ra- it's radiant. I don't know if this thing is vulnerable. Do I need to? It's seven slashing, five radiant for a total of 12. Um, it is vulnerable to green circles, but that seems to be its only vulnerability. Uh, we're all out of those. You, you left the only green circles you knew of in an abandoned complex with a vow never to return. That's probably our wisest move for, we've ever for done. For fear of AOL CDs. Yes. That's right. All right. It's bloodied. Oh, yay. Well, we're going to see if we can do more. Back to actions. There we go. And we're going to swing said sword again. We have crit. Yay. I'm going to see if we can end this very quickly. You're going to add a smite into the mix, aren't you? I am going to add a smite into this mix. The highest level smite that I have available. I have to check and see what that is. Oh, good. I still have a third level spell slot. So we're going to use that. All right. So this is going to get ugly fast. Um... It's two, three, four, plus he's undead, so that makes five. So double that is 10d8. We got a chance. It can survive this. Yeah, I could roll lots of ones. So first I'm going to do the weapon damage. I'm sure it'll be fine. So the first, the non-critical part of the damage, is 12 slashing and four radiant for a total of 16. And since we quit, we're going to roll that again. I just won't add the five. So that's 18. Because I got two nines. So good radiant. Actually, wait. Did that? No, sorry. It should be minus five on that. So it's not. So it is 13 total from the extra dice. Okay. And now we'll add the 10 D8. 7, 8, 9, 10. Roll. 49. That is several times its remaining hit points. Yay. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Father. How do you want to do this? Uh, I want to make one big swinging arc and lop off all three heads. All right, you do so. They split apart. They were tied together, but the ropes binding them together uh, fray and break apart as all three heads fly into the air in different directions. The body kind of like tries to take its staff that it's holding in one hand and swing it at you ineffectually. Like you don't even have to dodge. It's just kind of swinging it in your general direction, 
before it staggers a bit and topples over and clatters into a pile of bones and ancient armor before everything dissipates in a cloud of blue smoke. That is why I won't do two shows a night anymore. I just won't. That makes sense. But I would also like to point out the fact that Jaren was so busy muttering about honor and, like, justice that he didn't actually do anything. The zombies didn't even get turns yet. <laughs> Are the zombies still there? Yes. Oh, goody. More he things to, do to something. smite. Yeah. Do you, have, to do you have another attack? <laughs> no, I used up all my movement and two attacks. The first attack hit. The second one was to crit. I was tempted to smite on the first hit, but I'm like, no, let me, let's see if the second attack makes a, makes a crit. I don't like what just happened on the map. I I, I would like to tell you that I did not intentionally make the skull Lord grow three (laughs) sizes that day. I was trying to delete it, but a certain furry companion of my own decided he wanted love and attention and um, they have moved the arm that was also trying to click on the correct thing. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to get rid of the Skull Lord icon on the map, not make it Skull Lord 2 Electric Boogaloo. I just, it's I just it's Warcraft at- and therefore everything must get larger as it gets more powerful. I just looked at the, the dice rolls, the actual numbers. I had four eights, two ones, and two twos, and then a seven and a four. So it was just a smidge above average. <laughs> All right. So because you have killed the Skull Lord, the zombies do not regenerate like they normally would in this particular combat. Oh, yeah, that was going to be a thing. Um, Did the Skull Lord get a turn? He had no. three. <laughs> no, it... <laughs> Uh, well, technically, those were legendary actions. Yes, I figured. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going to let them renew. That was my intention. <laughs> uh, so, Zombie A is going to try to attack the Star Spawn because it's right there. Um, that's a fourteen. Uh, AC fifteen. Darn. Uh, zombie B is also going to try to attack the Star Spawn. That's a twelve. Uh, zombie. The AC changed. It has not. Zombie C is going to make a run at Xanthus because the last undead that fought Xanthus did so well. That's an 18. You know, it's been so long. No, that will not hit. I am 21. You can I have shield. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I have a spell on that I should not have on, uh, but that will only take me down to 19. Okay. So, so you're still I'm fine, still but good. you can't drink. Yep. Uh, Zombie D is going to move one. Zombie D is making a beeline towards the casters. Because, you know, good strategy, attack the ones that are in the back wiggling their fingers. Uh, however, that's going to take a bit of time. It's going to double move. Oh, man. So it's going to move like five feet? It's a runner. Oh. We got a runner. Zombies. We got a runner. Yeah. Emerson, all yours. Jared and, gets to do something. <laughs> and, and zombie E is going to also move straight forward. But that means it's going to go up to the star spawn. And it's going to make another attack at the star spawn. Emerson will play free safety and cover zombie D. And that's a crit. Yay. Fail. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's a crit fail. Yay. <laughs> it its face and hurts itself. <laughs> it, it hurt itself in its confusion. This is one of the times when the joke might actually make sense. Its hand falls off. You know what? That's canon. It happens. One's <laughs> name is going to be um, Checkers. No. No. 
Millie, no. I gave you three undead hands already. You're not getting a fourth, and not in this campaign. <laughs> May I have an undead hand? Look, having an undead hand is a big responsibility. You have if to. If a bird can do it, it, so can. You have to give it a, a nice ring. If you if you want to keep it, you got to put a ring on it. Um, you have to take it for walkies. Get, give it manicures. Don't feed it though. That's weird. Especially not after midnight. This is also true. A 23 hits the zombie that Emerson is attacking. He's, of course, going to put a smite in there because zombie, undead versus paladin. Why wouldn't we smite? Sometimes it's worthwhile to save it for the second swing. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to do something for crying out loud. <laughs> Did I steal his thunder? Did I step on his moment? No, no. He's a team player. Okay. But he also wants to do something for crying out loud. <laughs> Besides justice? No, that's Jaren. Oh. Emerson follows a god of not so much justice, although that's part of it, but more uh, righteous battles. Righteous is in like tubular or like righteous is in like <laughs> country? Righteous as in more of the original meaning than... Oh. It, Bill and Ted may have had an excellent adventure, but Emerson elected not to go on it. Okay, because I, I actually think it'd be really cool to make a paladin that like, makes that confusion and only does righteous things. Well, you know what? I am going to be starting up another campaign. So if that's what you want your character to be. <laughs> Admission does manage to kill the zombie with his smite. All right. And which tab will I have in? Okay, it's Jaren's turn. Do I, do I want to be mean and use one of Jaren's high-level spell slots? I used one. I, I could use one. Not Jaren's. I didn't use one of Jaren's. <laughs> But what if did use one of Jaren? Then I wouldn't have used mine. No, I'm talking. I'm not talking about then. I'm talking about now. Uh, oh, that. As I'm frantically going to the critical knowledge campaign view in D and D Beyond to open up. I think Jaren's we can handle sheet. four zombies. Spells. What spell slots do we have of it? Jaren casts Wall of Fire on top of the star spawn. I swear I to God, if you cast, if if another person's house catches on fire because of Dad. It is well, something that he would do, but I swear if he catches this village on fire. Character. Also, um, he appears to have no level three spell slots remaining. Probably used them in earlier combats. Yeah, he does have uh, three level four spell slots free to use. Level four? Level four. Ooh. Uh, he's used his one level five. He casts heat metal. Oh, no, no, that's too cruel. The, the worst death I've ever seen for an NPC was from heat metal. I'm going to be nice. It's weird as a DM to say those words. Um, but I'm not going to use up any of Jaren's spell slots because I'm going to save those for when Eric's playing because I know he wants to be the one that causes the massive destruction that he gets blamed for. That is what he lives for. Uh, he does, however, have a movement speed of 25. So... Aim dwarf. So now Jaren and Xanthus can fight side by side. However, Jaren has used his movement and double moved with his action. So... He, there is a slightly out of breath, not willing to admit he's out of breath, but slightly out of breath, sweaty dwarf next to Xanthus, ready to hit the zombie. Oh, we are at the start of the initiative. Hero. Oh, um, hi. So, uh, gosh, I can't stop thinking about that tubular paladin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, go to D&D Beyond and make a new character. Gosh, that's <laughs> all Insert them in for the last few right sessions now. of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, get it, get it, 
get to move on for the next one. Anyways, but I would like to use my, you know, my laser pointer O-Doom. And I would like to hit some zombies. Okay. I'm pretty sure that my parents have zombie C taken care of. I'll go for like zombie, zombie A. Gonna be. Zombie C is currently engaged. They haven't said a date yeah. yet. Oh, that's so nice. I'm going to go after A with my first hit. Does a 26 hit. Narrowly. Okay. Um, an 8 plus 4. So 12. Okay. Still standing. Well, that's Very bloody. Garbage. I'm just going to do it again. How about a 20? Yes. Okay. 11. How do you want to do this? I mean, I just like to pew, pew, pew. Okay. You pew, pew its head off. Yay. It kind of starts ambling over in a different direction. Anything else? Um, um, you know, something about this is giving me an idea. I'd like to jot some notes down for future musicals. By the way, I, I wasn't saying it was dead. I did say it started ambling off in a different direction. Yeah, I'd like to pay maybe pay attention to that. You know, the corner of my eye. Okay. It's under observation. Yes. I am perceiving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nix, you're up. Um, I want to throw a bunch of snowballs at those guys. What? What's the, the group? What's the range for Snilux Snowball Swarm? Oh, uh, range. I forgot. 90 feet. What, what's the area of effect I'm in? Uh, a five foot radius. Okay. So you could hit two of them. All right. Um, Actually, no. Radius? Yeah. You could hit all three. You angle it right. The star spawn would also get hit. Care. The star right. spawn will, will go away at the, end of the, at the end of the fight, right? Wait until after your birthday party. <laughs> Give it away. I planned away a lot of justice. <laughs> um, it's a 17 dexterity. First wisdom saves, now dexterity saves. The zombies are in their <laughs> wheelhouse. Yes, right. <laughs> um, that's a three. That's a four. <laughs> that's a nat 20. <laughs> yep. There's always that chance. <laughs> I'm going to say that zombie A, the, the, the one without a head that gets a nat 20. Of course. Good. Because that, uh, that's, that's, that's sillier. That's sillier. All right, um, Nat 20 gets hit with 7. The other two get hit with 14. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I love everything about them. You do manage to beam the headless one to the point where it does fall down. It doesn't get back up again. Good. <laughs> does the star spawn need to make that save as well? Yeah. yeah. Will you accept a 7? Accept it in the pain. Yeah, it, but it gets 14 cold. Excellent. It's still standing. Just very badly freezer burned. It has one hit point left. <laughs> That's what zombie A had, but it's down. Um, it gets right. another turn there, so. Arepa. Uh, I am going to hold my action until after the star spawn acts. Okay. Star spawn. Uh, both... Zombies B and E, if I'm reading correctly, have to make wisdom saves at 16. That's a 13 and a 17. And they take five damage if they miss. Five psychic damage, I should say. You know, zombies should technically be immune to psychic damage. You'd think. They're not, but they should be. Okay, anything else? Uh, that's a 15 to hit one and an 18 to hit the other. Yes and yes. And 1d8 plus 7 is 9 damage for each of them. How do you want to do this? Uh, 
I assume the star spawn is smacking him in the head. Okay. Um, it is the scene from Return of the Jedi where um, the Ewoks are just smacking on the helmets to play musical instruments. Only it's a star spawn, a monstrosity from the dark spaces between the stars that causes madness by looking at it, hitting former villagers turned undead zombie horde. Which is to say, it is the worst rendition of Star Wars you have ever seen. Yes. And has Zombie C taken any damage at all? No, not yet. Okay, then uh, since the Star Spawn's turn is done, um, I'm going to toll the dead on Zombie C. And it also has to make a wisdom saving throw at 16. I actually need to check something real quick here. Okay, um, by the way, Zombie B is still standing. Oh, then I'll do it to Zombie B. That's wisdom, you said, right? Yes. Yeah, told the dead. Um, that's a five. Okay, so it takes 12 necrotic damage. So um, it vibrates to death, which for a rotting corpse is probably the worst thing to be in the splatter zone for. Fortunately, you are oh, many feet away. Yes. <laughs> the only creature affected is the star spawn, who is used to it. <laughs> this is fantastic material for my Aliens the Musical. Z Xanthus is just outside the, the um, splatter zone. Splash zone? Yes. <laughs> if the Xanthus was five feet closer, Xanthus would be wishing for that large plastic sheet at the Gallagher performances. <laughs> it would not be enough, but you'd be wishing for it anyway. <laughs> I'm wishing for it anyway, yes. Yes. All right. Is that your turn? Yes, that's my turn. Okay. Xanthus. Yay. I have a feeling that I should be asking, how do you want to end this? Well, I could roll badly for both attacks. So we'll go through the motions because it's the right thing to do. So first attack roll is an 18. Does that hit the zombie? That will hit. All right. The damage is a total of 13, one of which is radiant. Noted. It's now bloody. Okay. okay. And we will swing a second time. Uh, that's a less roll, but a 16. Will that hit the zombie? It will. Okay. Their dice rolls, a total of 17 damage, eight of which is radiant. Okay. So I am going to do the thing that I've been doing for each of these zombies, where when it takes lethal damage, uh, they invoke undead fortitude. Constitution saving throw to see if they just keep it one hit point anyway, because they're stubborn like that. Yes. And that's a no. Okay. <laughs> so it explodes. No. You, you do manage to slay the last of the zombies. Yay! How do you do it? Uh, I, um, I got distracted momentarily. My wife asked me a question. Um, that, that's valid. <laughs> I will, uh, we'll cut his arms off. Can I keep them? Don't you already have enough? You are not limbs? getting a testy four <laughs> and a testy five. Exactly. My testy two got taken away. Didn't you have enough undead limbs? They got taken away. You had one and it was buried. There's probably a reason that happened. Yeah, because an angel took them, okay? Well. I love that this is all canon and also something that a, a stranger just listening to this conversation would be slowly backing away and not making any sudden movements. Don't attract their attention. Don't look them in the eye. <laughs> Don't move. Their vision is based on movement. If they see you, they adopt you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as you cut its arms off, and it just sort of stands around 
kind of like swaying. There's a small bit of blue smoke that emanates from it before it falls over. And as you focus on the blue smoke for just a little bit, as it dissipates, you refocus on where they came from, where there's a lot more villagers coming to greet you. They're, um, they're in a similar state of decay. Oh, boy. I don't like this. Matter of fact, it looks like the whole village is coming to see you. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Alayla! So, thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening. Tonight I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including April, Matt, Millie, and Ellie. Does anyone have anything they want to plug? Brother-in-law writes books at nogodsbeforeus.com. I run alec.xyz. It's a social media. It's good. I should know. Yeah. Wow. Eo's mom write, writes books at elizabeth-mccoy.com. I love that we're plugging that even games that Eo doesn't play in. <laughs> I feel like it's standard at this point. Yes. Part of the it's a, it's part it's of the tradition. <laughs> and Millie, don't you stream? Yeah, I stream at twitch.tv slash magicalmillie. I thought so. Also, guess what? We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janatalok, Mickey, Shanchen, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, I'll get you, my pretties! Wait, no, that's been done. That's been said before. I'll get you, my enemy... Oh, I gotta workshop this. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.